Facebook Live. Shalom Avracha, Chavirim Yikarim, Ezra Schud, this is amazing. This is so special. We just had a really very special time with uh, what I'm assuming is uh, some of the, your Chatzaim. And um, wow, it's an, it's an amazing thing to be here. Let's make the most of it, the most, most, most of it.
have to ask for harmony. This is great. This is this is amazing. Baruch Hashem. Much more than one. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, everyone. This is um, this is something that uh, this is um, this has been something that uh, I've wanted to be part of for a long, long time. And Rabbi Ariel has been in touch with me for probably a number of, I don't know how long it's been, but uh, a while, but two years, since the beginning. Two years is now? You guys been learning two years? 139 weeks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's more than two years, brother. Yeah, that's, that's uh, wow. It's worth being consistent. Yeah, it's worth being consistent in life. All right, so before we, 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 we go inside, I want to sing one more niggun with everyone, if it's okay. And um, I'm so ha- I'm so honored to be here. This is this is really big stuff going on here. At the heart, I feel very much of hitrachvut alev. It's the heart widening, becoming more open. And that's um, a gift. I just want to say thank thank you to Hashem in front of all of you for that and for the balei abayit mamash kacha. So special. Um, This is a nigun. This is a, it's a nigun for every day, but it's a nigun for approaching the king, for approaching the melech. Why is it that so many people feel that um, they don't have their like religious guilt during Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in terms of showing up to shul, whether they should or shouldn't? Is, they kind of like override all the cheshbonot, all the calculations of where was I all year long? But now there's like this concept of I don't care. I'm just coming. I'm just coming. I don't care. So a few years ago, I learned that if there's one word that keeps on being repeated in the Shemona Yisrael of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and that word is Uvechen. Uvechen Tzadikim Yiru V'Yismachu, Uvechen Ten Pachdecha, Uvechen Yitkadash Shimcha, Uvechen Ten Kavod Hashem Lamecha, Uvechen, Uvechen. הישראלים פה בקהל מבינים מה המילה הזאת, ובכן, אף אחד לא משתמש במילה הזאת. It's a very old, it's like an old Hebrew, it's a Uvechen, but Uvechen means like, well, you know, uvechen. Well, what's gonna be uvechen, right? So the tour, the tour says that the source for this word uvechen that we keep on saying or shanayom kippur is actually from Megillat Esther. Uvechen avo el hamelech. Esther Hamalka says, you know what? I don't know if it's gonna work. It's not about if it works or not. I know I have to do one thing. I gotta show up. 
ובכן, בפסוק במגילת אסתר, ובכן אבוי למלך, אשר לא כדת. That means, I don't know how from I've been. אשר לא כדת, right? I don't know After I heard this teach, I heard this from my Rebbe Rav Weinberg many years ago, and for a few years I dive into having nigun to these words, and nigunim come down when you least expect them, bemet, when you least expect them. This, is, this came down late, late. My, my wife was, and I were just talking about this late, freezing, cold Thursday night in Muncie after a concert. Freezing cold. It was almost Purim. And... Uh, This is, this is the niggins. Maybe you know it. If you know it, sing with me. Okay. It's a, oh, you don't have a capo. No, no. I'll go down for you. No, no, no. He's, a, he's very skilled. Oh, you're a, oh, you're a skilled guitarist. <laughs> you're a skilled. You're like a real musician. <laughs> he's going. He's keeping staying up. Yeah. Are you looking for a gig? You're looking for a gig? Always. And when my, I haven't seen, I don't know how many years it's been, but this is one of the most precious soul brothers that ever came into my life. Spent some amazing times together, and it's been a long time. You should be so glad to always come before the men. Okay, so listen to this, Nigan.
a beautiful harmony. Well, wow. I could sing for hours. I wish I lived close. I wish I lived close. I wish you guys lived closer. I wish we lived. L'chaim. L'chaim Dov Neshalom. It should be. It should be a year of Avo El Amelech. It shouldn't just be like an Elo thing where we come close to the king every day this year. Amen. 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 Okay, so I, I just remind me, we're going to learn in Hebrew and English. 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 I'm Lever, I'm so messed up with Lang. I'm here, made Aliyah when I was nine, moved back when I was 16, came back when I was 17, moved back when I was 18, and then moved back to Israel when I was 22. I think everyone here is this like, like dual, like, Gullis and Gullah, everyone here. Aye. Okay, so do you send out, you sent out the, uh, yeah. the actual text? Okay, right. great. So I have here. Okay, just a few things before before we 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 have the I have the privilege of learning with you. This is really a. I'm being very serious that, that I don't know many chaburas and Reb are kind of Lublin and and when and the truth is is that mazen yeah. But although you've asked the women, I think I met Eliyahu Novi when I was getting off Derech Shalom. but that's another story. You'll, you'll hear that later. Mamash. He had something going on there. But I, I, I don't know how much you, you, you are aware that this Chabura is, is, is it's spreading a lot of light in the world. It's, I don't know how much you realize it. You know, I, whenever I... Whatever, you get to do my thing, and let's say even in Chutzlaret, and people are asking what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, and uh, this the light that's emanating from this chabura from you guys is a is a big thing. It's not. We never know. We never ever know who are Muhuru Mashpian. We never ever know. Literally, we never know. And it's not about knowing. But I just want to give you uh, all the bracha to just continue to be close to each other and to drink from the fountain of because this is a reservoir that I think that uh, has been waiting to be I think it's like through through this Chabura it's going to start to spread much more to other Chaburas all over the place you should just know I'm not kidding you know every year you're all, first of all you're all invited to come to our Kila for a little bit also in Efrat. We have an amazing community of Hebra that are like, are like just beautiful, beautiful people. And uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of learning, there's a lot of growth, there's a lot of closeness. And uh, every year I try to mix it up a little bit with the learning. And because we had, you had contacted me a while ago and I was thinking a lot about Reb Tzadik this summer, that um, we've, been, we've been learning a certain Tzadik for the last four years with the women on Thursday mornings. And we're starting with Reb Tzadok's life. The whole year is going to be Reb Tzadok. The schus of your Chabura, I'm not kidding. If you see anything that we're doing, it gets sent out, or whatever it gets out into the world, it, it was a push from here. So you never ever know. Reb Tzadok Akon of Lublin. What do you say about someone that knew everything and spoke about everything? You just, you just humble yourself and dig deep. Like, what, what are you going to do? Reb Tzadok is, is different than, than anyone because... You can't box him into any any box. And those of you that have been drinking from his Torah realize he gives us new eyes. 
פשוט מאוד, he gives us new eyes. I have a friend, a very, very close friend, who's a big Chabad Rav. You know, and usually in Lubavitch, they really learn Lubavitch. You know that, right? Like Chabad, like, it's mainly, like, the mashes. Why? Because really everything is there. Like, every, in the Rebbe's Torah, everything is there. All you need to really know is the Tanya and all the, all the seven Rebbeim in, in Lubavitch, it's all there. But he got the Reb Tzadok bug this, this, I think, last year. And he sends me pieces that are blowing his mind every few days from, from Pri Tzadik and Tzitzit Tzadik, from all his different surrounds of Reb Tzadok Akon of Lublin. So much so that he actually went to Reb Tzadok yesterday to be with him on his yard site. <laughs> and he almost had me, you know, he almost was able to convince me to come with him, but then I couldn't be with you. So it's your fault that I didn't go to Reb Tzadok Akon this year, I'd say. So anyway, the light of this koyen that I feel, you know, we all feel so connected to should give us, these new eyes he gives us, it should shine bright in our lives. Amen. When Rabbi Shlomo Karlbach was still working for the Lubavitcher Rebbe, he had a very, very, um, one of his impactful meetings with the Rebbe paved the way for the way he looked at, the, at, at life, bichlal, about how, how he's supposed to do what to do in the world. I want to say one wacky story and one story that has to do with the teaching, with the learning we're going to do tonight. One time, it was the late 60s, Reb Shlomo was invited to perform. It was late Saturday night at this Monterey festival. And it was an all-day festival. It was Jerry, the Grateful Dead were on the bill. Uh, Jefferson Airplane, a few of the other chevra. I don't think Pete Seeger was too, it was too chill. He was too chill. It was like a, you know, and they had Reb Shlomo get on, uh, get on there. Late, late Motzei Shabbos. So, I know this from a first-hand person. There was actually two people that were actually there with him. Still alive today. And what happened was, I don't know if it was the dead, but whatever, whichever band was on right before him got the whole crowd into such a frenzy that they all took off all their clothes. <laughs> okay? They come and tell Reb Shlomo, okay, you're on next, right? So one of the, his, his Bali Tshuva that he was Makarev, they, he come to, comes to him and say, you can't, you can't go up there. Look, 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 you know what the scene is out there. So he was started to shuckle and he said, he remembered that the Lubavitcher once told him, when you go to a place to do shlichus, don't leave until you get the job done. So he said, wait here. And the way he said it is that Reb Shlomo was, was brought on stage and his eyes were closed showed him where the microphone was, and he started singing Baruch Nafshi, and he started speaking about how children, boys and girls of princes and princesses, boys and girls of the king and queen, have to show the world what it means to wear royal garments. And he gave a long teaching there about wearing royal garments and what that means. That by the end, he was basically saying, instead of saying, good job, is good job, is... Put back on your clothes. Put back on your clothes. And they did. They all put their clothes back on and they did Havdalah because it was Motzei Shabbos. He spoke about Hamavdil bin Kodesh Lechol. Because the Rebbe told him, when you go somewhere, don't finish till you, don't, don't leave the place till you finish your shlichus. But I want to tell you now another thing the Rebbe once told him that has to do with this teaching. This is so deep. One of the first times he came back from a college campus when he was sent by Lubavitcher Rebbe to go and do his thing on, on the college campuses and throughout the States, he came back once and he said, you know, Rebbe, I know that 
when I'm with them, and I'm speaking about Shabbos or Kashrus or learning, whatever, I know that something's happening. So there is something, I could see it. I could see that, you know, the pintle, I see them getting the spark and the beginning of something. But how do I know if it really worked all the way? And the Rebbe told him, it's not for you to know. It's for you to turn on that light. It's not for you to know. So that, that, that statement, it's not for you to know, he said that paved the way for him to approach engaging with the world. Because if I engage with someone only to see an end result, what happens if I don't see an end result with the person? What's my relationship with that person? It's so finite. It's all dependent on results. But it definitely removes you from the moment. But our, and our lives are like this all the time. Like we're Western culture driven. It's all about the end. Success means did it work or not at the end. But when it comes to the deepest things in life and to the things that really, really matter, you never know. You don't know. So this is one way of approaching this teaching in Kuflamitet in Sitka Satsadik from Rabtsalika Karn, Skosirgana Lenu. Is is what you sent me? Yeah, okay, Okay. So the Rebbe says like this. Essentially <coughs> in life what you do what you're engaged in is only recognized at the end of what you're working on to see if it worked, נכון? כמו שכתוב, איזה הוא בן עולם הבא? ואוזניך תשמע, תשמע לדבר מאחריך. And it's a whole sugi on the Gemara of Shabbos over there. When it comes to a person that can be in tune with olam haba, with what's waiting for him in the next world, has a lot to do with למעשה, what are you leaving here behind? What, 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 what ended? How did things manifest? Like, how did it play out, right? As long as the job isn't finished, you don't know. It's, it's hidden from you. It's concealed from you. You don't know if it worked. The Rebbe says to him, it's not for you to know. There's an Indian why it's not for you to know. Again, if we did what we did on life only based on results, which is how we tend to sometimes live, it's such a meaningless and shallow life. It's the, the illusion of success is flying. And it's, so this Indian of the chosman shelo nigmar ha'esek u'mechusev ne'elam e'en kol v'afilu me'en ha'adam she'af al-pi she'nidmet tzadik v'kol ha'olam kulo omer lo tzadik ata he'yeh the end over there in the Gemara Nida is Hayyeh Be'enecha Kerasha. This is anyone that's learned Perak Aleph of Tanya knows that this is exactly what the Balatanya is saying. Even if the whole world is telling you, you're a tzaddik, wow. You, uh, look at you, look what you do. Look, what you're, look at your profession. You know, with musicians, it's such a joke. You get up, you could, you're talented. Wow, you changed my life because I wrote a good song. So it's, on the one hand, don't belittle it. You may have changed their life. It doesn't make you a tzaddik. Still have a lot of things to do. My fr- I have a very close friend lives. I should have told him to come tonight. So my a very good friend. His name is Noam Banai. His father was Mayor Banai. If you know Eviatai Banai, the whole Banai family. Noam is Mayor's son. Right? 
Mayor, no, Mayor wasn't the city. Mayor, Mayor lived in uh, in Moshev, in different Moshevim. Maybe Eviatai lived right, right here. Noam used to live right here. He doesn't live here anymore. So his son told me once that, and he's a musician too. His son told me that he got the greatest aid sign right before he got married. His, his uh, cut, one of the Banai cousins is a Rav, an amazing guy. He's actually a Rav in the yeshiva here in Tel Aviv. Rav Itamar Eldar, if you've heard of him. And Rav Itamar told him, him and his wife, I want you to know the most important thing in the world is that when you come home from a working so hard, performing and schlepping and making people feel so special, your wife is going to make sure that the dishes are left for you in the sink. <laughs> that is the secret of your successful marriage, right? You know why? Because you're still in this world. And tzaddik status is only when you get to the next world. You don't know here if it worked or not. When anyone that learns Reb Tzaddik can see that, I mean, I'm sure you've spoken about this before, Reb Tzaddik always had Rabbi Nachman Svarim on his table. He was very well versed in Rabbi Nachman Svarim. He even wrote a perush on one of Rabbi Nachman's Svarim, Sefer Amidot. But he was also very, very versed in the Tanya. Whenever he says, harav, He's referring to the Rav Bala Tanya, right? But you could see that he's picking up also where the Alter Rebbe opens up the Tanya, the same thing in Perak Aleph. So again, the Afilu, Kola Olam Kulo, Melo Tzadikata, Heye Beinecha Kerasha. So, Vechen Gamken Lahefech. Also, if you're up to no good and you're saying, This is probably my lot that I'm going to end up being no good, obviously you have to believe that it could also change the other way. But the hekir of who you are doesn't end while you're in this world. It ends after. It's not now. Here, here we're busy. We're busy. One morning I feel like this, at night I feel like this. So it's not about end results while I'm here in this world. So what is it about? We'll see, we'll see in a second. So if at the end of the day Hashem says, listen, your whole Nisayan to like, you know, fix your soul and do good things and come out at Tzadik, listen, it, 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 look at it, it didn't work. So, You'll, the whole thing is called like Yechasvul Meimav. That means that the water that you thought you were pouring out into the world, it's like Melishon Achzava. It's like it was disappointed, but it also means here like it didn't flow forth. It's if seek. There was a there was a stima in your flow. Bechen lahefich, but it also works the other way in the next page. Balei tshuva zdonot naasuschuyot. By Bali Tshuva, and all of us should be Mishad Meritvi Bali Tshuva, we see that while we were up to really no good, things that we were so disgusted and ashamed of, ashamed of, they end up not just being, get, getting deleted. Here, you want to come by? It ends up, I want to tell you the most beautiful Torah when I'm thinking of this. We have things in life that while we do them and we're aware of how low we are, and we think this defines us, you have to believe, you have to become a Rav Kuk Chassid at that moment and believe in the power of tshuva. You have to, there's no other way. There's a beautiful teaching from someone that believed in you and I, that believes in you and I, someone that believed in the lowest people in the world. And that's Reb Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, Gdushas Levi Shusir Ganaleinu. Reb Levi Yitzchak said like this, it's an amazing thing 
when we go and do tashlich, what are we throwing into the water? Kivyachol. Those things that defined us as the most sick, gruesome, perverted people. We had enough guts, like Rav Kook says in order to chuba, to take those things that make us feel disgusting, put it on an easel, like a painter, to look at it, till it's clear that this is not who we are and it's not who we want to be. We take that and we go to Tashlich and we throw it in the water. I'm chucking it into the water. Yafin. What do I do, Sukkot? What well, I'm going back to the water and I'm drawing. What am I drawing out from the water? Those Averot that made me feel disgusting through the Avodah and the beauty and the magic of Tshuva. I go back to the water and I take those things that are now not only deleted, like the Rambam says, it's Tshuva Mehava, Zdonot Nasulo. Those same things is what I'm drawing out. And I say, you made me who I am right now. You made me so much closer to Hashem. And that's the rhythm of Elul and Tishrei, basically, the water. I go to the water in the beginning, Rosh Hashanah, I throw it into the water, saying, this is not who I am. Disgusting. Sukkot, I go back, Rebbe Levitzlach says, and say, ah, but this made me who I am. And I'm so thankful now, Bidi Evid. But while I'm in the process, there's no inyan of like tzaddik or rasha. Why? Adam nikar besof maasav. Reb Tzadik says that that definition, the real definition game, is only going to be ad me'avesim, when we're not here anymore. We should all be granted long days of doing a lot of good things in the world, mm-hmm. and a lot of moments of taking advantage of believing in Rav Kook's Torah. That's like that's it. If you want to like just be able to make it in this world. Just believe in Rav Kook's Torah. Zeo. Mamash. Baduku menuse. Okay? If you live in Tel Aviv, you're Rav Kook's Torah. By default. exactly. Exactly. V'davar ze yotzran yodea gam be'et ha'atchala la'akir b'chol midao machshava u'maase tov v'la ezo hi be'emet me'ever le'ever. Da'hainu with every single action, at the end of the day, what's going to last, what's not going to last. It's our puzzle in this world to figure out what to be more connected to and what to be less connected to. And it's only the Ribbono Shalom really knows which sheker am I going to have enough guts to look at in the face and say, I'm not schlepping you with me into, my, into the olam ha'emet. I'm getting, I'm done with you this time. You know, I, I've met certain people that are working really, really hard on themselves. Like, it's extra hard. And I've asked them, I was like, why don't you like rest a little bit? You need a breather. He's like, listen, I'm not coming back. Meaning, I'm not, I've, I, I've done my tour of duty already, like 15, they like, could sense how many times they've been in, in, in the world, like Gamal team say, I'm getting it all, hopefully, I'm getting it all done this time, right? A guy, Chalas, Zeo, Gamal team say, right? But only the Ribbono Shalom knows these things. These, are the, the Rebbe is saying over here, these are things that we don't, the, it's not meant for us to know. There are a few things like this that we're going to see it in a second. Ine. The fourth line, The Gemara Yom says there's seven different things 
that man has no access to. Look at footnote number three, if you have it. They have the, this page? Mm-hmm. Footnote number three on the bottom. Tanur Rabbanam. Shiva dvarim mechusim adam. There's seven things that are concealed. We just, we, there are blindfolds on us. We can't see it. What are they? Elohim. Yom Hamita. When, when, the day we're going to die. The Yom HaNechama. Shel kol adam. Matai yitnachem mida'agato. When, basically, we'll be worry-free from certain things. Omek hadin. Harov to'im. Im nami omek hadin ha'atid. That means, there's a machloket what this exactly means, but the depth of judgment, how far-reaching it will actually be. This is such a deep thing. I hope, I bless you all to feel really close with each other. Really close. But the secrets of your friends, the real, real, real secrets, the Gemara says you don't know. It's mechuseh. You don't really know. That's what makes you feel close. It makes you feel also like a, a cheshek to want to be even close. Because if you know, like Rabbi Shlomo said, the saddest thing in the world is that when a husband says about his wife, I know her like an open book. You know why? Because you'll buy another book. If you know her like, you know, if you know her like an open book, then I'm like, manishar. So it's, it's true. That actually is what draws closeness, is that I don't really know what's in your heart. And it doesn't mean I'm not close to you. It just means there's a place that's just you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I have to respect that privacy, and I have to admit as much as I think I know you, the Gemara here is saying these are one of the things that are mechusim ibn adam. You don't have you don't have access to it, and it was destined to be like this. Umalchut beit David matai tachzor We don't know when the malchut of beit David is going to come back. Umalchut chayevet matai tichle. That means over here the Gemara is referring to Romi, meaning the Roman Empire. Shekatu bagvul rishah. We don't know when we see, and today when we see evil reigning in the world, on a, on a, it could be a political level, a geopolitical level, when we, see, when we see strong evil reigning in the world, we don't know when, it, we, we have no idea when it's just going to cease to exist. But there, what, I, what I think he meant by, I have no idea if, if I'm mechaven to the right place, I could only trust the, 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 the cup that Hashem gave me to try to lechaven to what, what the tzaddik is saying over here. But I think what he's saying over here is you're not alone with this world of not knowing. This is how Hashem programmed the world. And when it comes to the deepest things in life, it's not for you to know. Like the beginning story we said. It's not, that's not how it works down here. It's not for you to know. Back up in, in the text, after the number three. right? The Gemara just said there's seven things that people don't know. What does the word seven represent? It's the seven days of creation. That means the framework of this world. You know, there were two people that were tuned in to something beyond this world. They wanted to be tuned in to the things that are nechuseh, that are hidden and concealed from people in this world. What were their names? Bef- no, they, 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 these are two sons of Aaron Akoin. What parsha were they? Did they die in? Shmini. No, it's mentioned. It's very good. No, it's mentioned again. The story of their ptira is mentioned as a recap in Achrimot. 
But it happens in what parasha? Shmini. What Shmini? That's after seven. They were tuned into the eighth day. The, all the tzaddikim in the Ishbitzer, what Reb Tzadok's Rebbe does with Nadav and Avio, about people that are so chalashing, they're, they're dying to be connected to that which is concealed. It's, it's so hard for them to be in this world. I, I know a lot of people, I'm sure you do too. It's, it's hard for them to be in this world. Why? Because they have a cheshek. They have this inner desire to be, in, to be, not that they have to crack codes, but they want to bring about the eighth day. I'm not just referring about to the band. I'm talking about the, the pneumias of what Shmini, Baby Yoma Shmini is all about. But the word, the number seven, Reb Tzadok says, like it says over here, Shiva Dvarim Echus Adam, this number seven represents everything in Olam HaAsiyah, in the world that you and I are living in, in the world that you and I are engaged in. So again, after footnote, after three, V'yadu'a mispar sheva hem klal binyan ha'olam, v'chol amidot ha'nimtsayim babriya ba'adam, v'kulam mechusim mibne adam, le'inyan ha'ma'amakim shebahem v'sofam. So, so we know what he's saying in our language. He's saying the deepest, deepest thing in the world is to know that you don't know. That's how, that's the fabric of creation. You never know, you know. It's so funny, the, 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 most, the, the most famous words he ever, he started every, every story with saying, everybody knows. And he ended off by saying, you never know. So what's Pshat? Everybody knows. That you never know. Like that is, that's the ultimate, right? Everybody knows that you never know. Yeah. It's also the highest point of the Sirot. In Keter, there are three aspects in Keter. The highest one is Reisha, the lowest Yerah. Exactly. Keter. Ashreya Am What's Ashreya Am The highest world in this, the highest level to reach in this world is the Alma de Lois the world we li- I once went to, I once a very dear friend of mine lost his wife in the Golan already 10 years ago special woman big Neil Young Chassid she was a gewalt. I had the privilege of going to do a concert for a while she was very sick and I met her through a Neil Young cover night we did, long story it doesn't matter but when I was sitting paying shiva called by the husband you know, he lost his wife, they have five kids, I think five kids, and someone was trying to give him strong emuna. This is a Moshav, Moshav Yonatan, up in the Golan, if you know that place. One of our favorite places, we go there in the summers. So, this older Sephardish, Sephardish, Sephardish Yid, you know, the Sephardim there, emuna is so much more just... Lome Bulbal, like, like us Polish sometimes, right? So he said, Lama... That's what we say in Halal, right? Lama, why? Shiva Dvarim Echusim, right? Lama, that's not our thing. Ashreya'am, shekachalo. The real symbol, right? He was, I was cracking, it was the deepest thing. Was, I was like listening in on a very intense Shiva visit, but it was such a deep, it was such an amazing moment of Tshuva for me. Because I realized, Bemet Ashrei, which is Lashon Simcha, Osher, the real Osher in this world is to accept the fact that this is how God created the world. Ashrei Ha'am, Shekacha, what you said, Keter, like the Keter. 
the highest level. Kacha. Keter kol the crown of all crowns is to take these words of Rav Tzadok and say, this is how God designed this world. <clears throat> Whether you like it or not. Ilana That's the zuhama of the nachash. That's the, that's the venom of the snake. That comes and tells you, no, 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 no. The point in this world is to be God. Come and eat this, be God, and you'll be able to crack the code of these things right now. And we're still suffering from that. This is Reb Tzadik, throughout all of Reb Tzadik's Tarelech. This is exactly the line of, of, of trying to do the tikkun of Chet Adam Arishon. Anyone that's learned Reb Tzadik sees this inside. I'm sure you guys can, can give seminars on this by now. וידוע מה שאמרו זיכרונם לברכה, מחוסים מבני אדם, היינו אף ממו של אבינו עליו השלום הגדול שבבני אדם. You think you're having a hard time accepting that you don't understand? You're in good company. You're in very good company. What is Moshe Rabbeinu basically saying when he says, הרעיני נעד כבודך? What is he basically saying? He's saying, show me the things that, that are מחוסים מבני אדם. That's probably where your cover is, right? Like if I could just crack the code and know exactly and go through the Ilana Dispeka, then I won't have any, any even Moshe Rabbeinu, wherever he was holding, then I'll be able to crack everything. And Rebona Shleilam says, if, you, if I show you the things that are mechus mi bnei adam, you're done. Ki lo yirani ha'adam v'chai. Yirani ha'adam, that man sees me, the entirety of me, meaning the things that are concealed from you. And in this context of this learning, the things that are concealed from us is, what are we going to end up as? Are we going to end up in the... We have to believe we'll be ending up in the Sifram Shel Tzadikim. This is the time we're talking about Svarim. But it's Dafka Mechusef for me. Like if you and I knew right now that we're going to be concealed in a, in a good, sweet new year and everything's going to work out, do you know how boring your Elul would be? You think you'd be happy? Mamash no. The Nachash tells you you'll be happy. The snake says you'll be elated. The snake says you will be shalem, you'll be complete. But the secret of Yiddishkeit is remembering that that's an illusion. And that was the downfall of the world, and we're still trying to fix that. Tikkun Eitz Trying to grab onto Eitz But he says, even Moshe Rabbeinu, okay? Ainu af Moshe Rabbeinu alav shalom ha-gadol shri Adam. וכמו שאמרו זיכרון לברכה, בשמואל אל תרבית אל מראהו לפי שאמר אנוכי הרועם. It's a little bit, going a little bit outside there, we'll stick to outside the brackets for a second. ואם כן, אין צריך לומר שנעלם מכל מלאכי מעלה ועולמות עליונים. ולכך יוכל להיות אדם בעל מדרגה מן עולמות. כי גם שם נדמה שהוא טוב, והסוף עדיין אינו יודע. You could say, this is concealed, all these things we're speaking about. The end game, the end result, is concealed from Bnei Adam. What aren't Bnei Adam? Malachim. Angels. What did you say? Behemot. We mentioned Rav Kook before. You know one of the reasons why Rav Kook says there won't be korbanot? Why everyone will be vegetarian? I know it scares some of us in the room right now, but like, why, why is it? Because he says an amazing thing. It says about the Yomot HaMashiach, it's a Pasuk we say also by, by Tashlich, Umala Ha'aretz Dea Tashem, 
that there will be da'at of God filling the whole world. So we always think that means God knowledge will just be by everyone and will live as humanity in a much more developed society. Rav Kook says when it says that God's da'at will fill the aretz, you know what that includes? The animal kingdom. That there'll be da'at even in animals. And you won't be able to shift them because they have da'at. But today they don't have da'at. He, had, he has very big hopes for, 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 the, for the animal kingdom. Yeah? If they're chayim, if they're then, you know. Yeah? Very good. So over here, when he goes back here, wow, you chevra are on fire here in Tel Aviv. This is unbelievable. So you could think, okay, uh, the malachim, they know this story. So I have to try to become a malach. The problem is, is that anyone that's tried to become a malach falls flat on, flat on their face. Now this is, this is the Eitzah. So, so this leaves us in a very sad, depressing place because what Rabbi Tzadok basically proved until now is that you're going to live your life in Suffolk, your whole life. <laughs> You're just going to keep on living with this you never know. And as much as in the beginning it may be cool and cute and you could feel like you can go to a, a Shabbos table and share a deep word, and you never know, and all these things in the inside, there's something that's still burning inside of you. There is something that I need to connect myself to. If I don't know the end game, to just receive and accept the now, a yid is, and I, please mochel me anyone, I'm already like asking for mechila right now, for the Yiddish and Hashama, give me the greatest Tony Robbins in the world, it's not enough. <clears throat> not enough. All those pep talks, all those, and some of them are the most incredibly powerful ones. For a Yid, it's not enough. You need something more than just Holy Brother Ramdas, be here now. You need something more than that. All the Torahs of mindfulness, and I say they're Torahs because I believe I'm, I I see with my own neshama how much I need so many of those tools just to make it through the day. Afal pichen, I need something more. Again, the reality of I never know is not enough for me. Rabbi Tzadik Akain is saying, "What do I need?" And this is the this is the point. <laughs> What is Kove? We say every day now, twice a day. Kave Hashem, Chazak Hashem. What's Kove Hashem? Kove Hashem are the ones that are hoping to reconnect and reconnect and have a deeper meaning of what it means to be in a relationship with God. There's another pasuk. It says, "Vekove Hashem Yachlifu Koach." What does that mean? Yachlifu Koach. It means I'm re- when I'm kovei ma'ashem, yachlifu koach means we know very well from, from pocket computers they need to be recharged all the time. How do we get recharged in the world? The kovei Hashem yachlifu koach. That also means that I could have a seat, like what the privilege you guys have here of having monumental deep sichas chaverim is actually as a kovei Hashem, people that are kovei Hashem in this room share what's going on in your heart. You may have something I need right now to recharge my battery, and I may have something that you need right now to recharge your battery. Speak about how much... Speak, have a real sicha, have a sichat chaverim. 
what they call in Israelism, Safnash. Have a Sichat Nefesh. Go for it. This is what we're longing for. We're not longing, there are things in my life that'll make me be okay with the not knowing. And that's what I was trying to say before. All the Tony Robbins pep talks are good work till a certain point. But a Jewish neshama needs more than that. They need to be engaged in an active dance that's not just about sitting there in acceptance. It's the Kove Hashem Yirshu Aretz, like he says. And we're adding the Kove Hashem Yachlifu Koch. It's, it's the, it's the, the Shifa that's in, to get to that knowledge without actually getting to it. It's similar to how Rabbi talks about like Olam Haba. It's like Olam Haba is like that we have to try to achieve Olam Haba, but like Strong we should be trying to achieve Olam Haba. Is, that's that, like Olam is that what he's saying, or is he saying yeah. don't like, be okay not knowing? He said, so I think both. I mean, I think it's very much both what you're saying. Like, I think in this situation, he's saying it's not like be okay not knowing. You have to be okay not knowing, but there's something deeper than knowing or not knowing. And that is being engaged in a relationship with God. That's the Shaifa. Olam Haba, what does Haba mean? It's coming. It's not Olam Shekayam Shama. Olam, like Reb Tzadok always speaks about this. The ne'elam, that's ba, that keeps on coming. There's more and more of an active revelation to it. But what you, what you and I want much more than knowing anything is to feel alive in my relationship with Hashem. I want, you and I want that much more than any, like, anything that's nikba, that I either know or I don't know. What's Hashem the, what's the want that. about the shifa for, um, I forget exactly word for word, but like, uh, like the, the, we feel bad for the, the loss of the Beit Hamikdash. You know, that's the Zechut to see it rebuilt. Do you remember the then I'll be happy. Mapitom. Rav Kook has a beautiful turn on that statement. He says, Meet whoever dares enough to cry over that which is broken in their life, they'll be the ones that'll merit to see that when it gets rebuilt, it brings them happiness. There are many people that are seeing Rishulayim being rebuilt. It doesn't necessarily bring them happiness. You know why? Because they didn't cry over it. So we're, we're living in Eretz Yisrael, we're rebuilding the country. And it's not really like making us cry every time we drive down a highway. Like last night, my wife and I were coming back from a wedding. So we're going from Modi'in, driving to Efrat. And they took us on this new Kvish Did you see this? It's an amazing time. Yeah, it, it bypasses a chunk. Uh, it, I think we saved like 20 minutes uh, and probably like 45 minutes in rush hour. I couldn't believe it. It basically takes you off by Mozart. You make a right through all these tunnels, gets you to Malcha, and then you go on Begin, and you go home to, it's an amazing thing. If you cried, I mean, I didn't cry from the Begin last night, I should have, maybe. <laughs> but essentially, like, that's Olam Haba now, that's like, I'm seeing it now, but I have to cry over it. But it's, again, it's, I don't cry over knowing end games. You think you will. You think you will. It's not. It's happening right now. It happens from Kove Hashem Yirshu Aretz. Yachlif Vukoch. The engagement is the... Like, Tama Eskitama Pri. Like, he's asking us to reach that level. 
think the engagement is the satisfaction? I think he's defining what it means to be in a relationship with God more than anything. Which is that? Which is, like, which is definitely which is, that. Which is definitely that. And it doesn't end. It's not like a one-time thing. And that's what we know from the Pasuk and Tehidim that we're saying, Kaveh Hashem, go for it. Open your heart. Chazak Oh, guess what? V'kaveh Hashem. And then it, it's not an end game. It keeps on going. But the second time I exchange kuchot, the second time I open my heart, my understanding of what it means to be in the game gets deeper. And the third time it gets even deeper. But Western civilization has built this, it's, it's a sad chip that's in our minds where it's about like, um, did you get the scholarship or not? Did you give in your thesis or not? Which defines you as successful or not? And the whole world of the, the Eastern world is a completely different set of tools which defines success and defines Shlemut in this world. Now he says, and I just, the end over here is so beautiful, he says like this, four lines from the bottom, someone that trusts in me that they're not supposed to know what they're not supposed to know, and I'll reveal to them what they are supposed to know, Yinchal means they'll inherit land. That means they'll have a place in this world. They'll feel like they have a vodah to do in this world. Yinchal aretz. They'll have a nachala in olam hazeh. They'll have a place. They'll have a nachala in this world. Yinchal. What a, we have to write a nigga into those words. Vachoseh bi yinchal aretz. V'mishaya anavi. V'amru zal. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, Nachala in la hefsek. Wow. This is talking about Shabbos, right? Nachala bina, nachala... When it comes to having a nachala, an inheritance, it has no end. It keeps on going. Why is that Shabbos? Shabbos, the midah of Shabbos is called nachala bli That when you're in Shabbos, you have to feel like there is nothing left for you to do when you're in Shabbos. Because just being in Shabbos, that's what it's all about. It's nachala bli meitzarim. That's why there's no waste. That's a big Right. Because she's going to eat the Right. It's all about like the every day is reaching Shabbos. It's not about like Shabbos is like, okay, where's the Now we should be feeling Shabbos. We should be working towards Shabbos now. Like right now. That's like the Yukar. And the Yukar is to bring that to the weekday. Like Rib Shlomo Krav used to call the weekday, it's Cholomo Shabbos. Because you're supposed to draw that light into Sunday. Listen, Ayom Yom Rishon Shabbat. That's really how we, how we do, how we live our days, is towards this nachala. It's beautiful. And I don't know how Shabbos is going to be, but I know that, that working towards it makes me feel so right. I don't know what Shabbos is going to look like. Any musad what it's going to be like. But I know that if my focus of my avodah is towards that nachala, blimetzarim, I feel so... Listen, those of us that have children, Be'ez HaShem, you should all be blessed and healthy. And happy children growing up in Eretz Yisrael and all our children should see, should greet Mashiach Tzidkeinu. Do we know the end game of our children? We wish we knew. We think we wish we knew. It's mechusemi b'nei adam. It's mechusemi b'nei adam. I don't know. I don't know what the hashpa'ah. I don't know exactly what they're going to pick up on at home. 
I don't know, Nebuch, what exactly they're going to pick up on the street or in school. And a friend told me this last, last week, he said his daughter is, I think, three and she's chunky. And a Gan, or Ma'on, another kid, came and called her Shmena. And my friend almost whacked this three-year-old in the head with a stone. Sounds normal. <laughs> right? Actually, no, no, actually not a friend. <laughs> Tel Aviv, actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We, like, we, we, don't, we don't know. These are also mechusim mibnei adam. But what do I have to do? I, and this is a Torah, this is so deep, it could be that my children, I have four, we have four daughters, Baruch Hashem. It could be that our four daughters will, will get their Zetz of Yiddishkeit by the way they see their Ima lighting Shabbos candles more than all the years that they're learning Torah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't bank on anything. When we have a son, Baruch Hashem, after four girls, we had a boy last year. And I, I don't know what, what that thing is going to... It's mechusemi many, but I know one thing. More than me or my wife teaching my children what the halacha says is mutar or asur, they will be more invigorated by Yiddishkeit by seeing their parents in an active relationship with Hashem, without a doubt. I believe that with all my... with everything of my being. And I think, I think most of us do. So that's called kaveh el Hashem. Reb Tzadok says that's actually what you really want. That's what the neshama is really burning for and desiring in this world. We're taught in, in the Gemara Brachos, This is so deep. You know, there are a few... You need to pray, to pray well. That's exactly what... That's mamash exactly what it is. You know, today was the Yorzeit of... I don't know if I said it here, I said it by the women. Today was the Yorzeit of, of my... Literally my best friend. He died five years ago. He was a Rav in Yerushalayim. His name was Rav Shalom Brat. I don't know how many of you have heard of him. He had a yeshiva called Simchat Shlom Ariel. You knew him, no? And he said... I have, a, I have this poster in my, uh, in my office, basically about that, Va'et Hanan el Hashem, Ba'et Ha'ilemor, was Moshe Rabbeinu telling Jews, you have to pray to pray. Mamash what you just said right now. Mamash. It's not a cute saying. No, but it's not, it's not like, oh, what a cute voice. It's a mamash pshat. It's mamash pshat. Filat it's mamash prat. What does it mean? Chasidim rishonim ayu shoyim shachat yifnei atfila. What does that mean? They were. You think they were meditating and trying to get to a state of silence, the way that we, you know, we we're, we are more we're connected to the world of meditation today. I don't think so. I think it was an hour of praying to pray, praying to be able to pray. A song came out today. Someone sent it to me today. This artist named Shmuel. Uh, I'll send it oh, to you. Huh? Did you see what he put out today? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Uh, ten it, tfila or something? Ten lit He's davening Five. to get a tefillah. You have yeah, to send it to me. You know <laughs> Someone sent it to me today. I, I don't know if I know him. Maybe I do, but touch my heart so deeply. But you should send it out to the chevron. Tefillah tzricha yishtadlut. So the way that I, the way that I, you know, the, the end over here is that, ah, 
היינו אף על פי שעל ידי זה בא לנחלה, אם כן דבר זה שתלוי בדיאטה שאין יתברך כנ"ל, איך שייך בחירה, something that Hashem already knows, what is my בחירה matter? So you should know something, the academics, I saw, they jumped on this last line in Reb Tzadok, and they wrote all these ma'amarim on this piece of Kuf Lametet, because they feel like, oh, now we can go into the whole philosophy of Bechira and Rambam and, and all these things, and it's, it's, not, it's not so much my bag, how, you know, it's not Rabbeinu's bag at all to go into, the, in, into that world. But if we could say it, I'll, as much as we can, al derech hapshat, is that even the things that I think I have no say in, or maybe even we would say, especially the things that I have no say in at the end of the day, Hashem doesn't want me to look at that and say, well, if I have no say in it, I shouldn't even try. Like the end game, knowing exactly how it's going to work. I can learn this piece and say, look, if I don't even know, and the point is not knowing, I'm going to do But Hashem, what we're taking from this is, uh, you know, so much more than that. Like we, and really, like we started this learning, Avoy Lamelech, Asher Lo, Kadat. Kadat would mean, אני יודע מה יקרה איתי. כי אני יודע איך טוב הייתי, ואני יודע איך טוב הייתי. היד's תפקיד בעולם הזה הוא כאילו להתפס את הנקודה הזאת, 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 and letting them give us the prescriptions of how to look at the world, there's much more of a shlemut towards the things that Hashem designed by saying, you don't know this, and you're never going to know. And your greatest simcha is to be able to say, Belev shalem, ashrei ha'am shekach alo. Lama yomru ha'goyim. That's going to bring you more shlemut in this world than any other thing that you think will bring you shlemut. And I, I, I believe very strongly that the world of nigun takes us to that place. You know, you ever, you ever realize, like, if you sing a nigun without words and everyone's like this, right? What exactly are you davening over? <laughs> I can understand. There's, there are words, there's a vision, there's an end game. But in, in Hasidut, what they did was that they brought about that the world of nigun without words takes you to what you're really really looking for more than anything else. You know that Reb Tzadok Akoyin of Lublin, the whole, I'm sure you've heard this story already, how he met his Rebbe. Where is it? How he met the Mashilach. It's a whole story, how he became a chassid of the Ishbitzer Rebbe, but it was basically a breakdown that took place at Chalashudas, when he was in Ishbitz, when he was by the, the Mashilach. And everyone knows that by chassidim, Chalashudas, the, the third meal, Rava de Ravin, which means wanting what we really want is mainly nigunim without words. Mazah? Oh, that's givav. That's so givav. That's so strong. Nachon. And I connect so deeply because the, the, the nigun without words of Shalashudas is basically gives me chiyos in order to go back into the week and do something in the world. And we believe that the voice of the shofar, which has no words, gives us a briya chadasha within us to take on another year with newfound kochot. You see, the more stripped down, the also, it's just like, 
It's even yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's just a sound. It's kala de la, you know the way it's referred to in in the svarim is like the most stripped down to the to the core of the world of of, of sound. So I give us a bracha and give me a bracha back to first of all, I'm so glad what you said that to prepare ourselves every morning that you're hearing the shofar to continue that when we do hear that shofar, it's not going to necessarily answer the questions. If you go into Rosh Hashanah saying, I did all the hachanas and now when I hear the shofar, I'm going to know exactly what I'm supposed to do in this world, you're setting yourself up for a disaster. Yeah. Disaster. Bichlal, any expectation you have. I had a friend that was so... So excited for his uh, journey to Oman, he finally went. He's about tshuva, originally from South Africa. He finally he went to he went to he went to he went to uh, to Oman, and he said he spent the whole day walking around, contemplating the existence of God. After all that achana, it just messed him. All those expectations messed him up so much that he spent the whole day at Rosh Hashanah walking around, spent like just. Not sure if Hashem existed. I said, so what would you do? He said, well, there's, there was a second day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Right. It's Yom HaArichto. Thank God there's another day that I could put, I, I could put those, those things aside and just, you know. And he said the second day was the Nachala. The second day was the Nachala. The second day was that inheritance, Nachala Blimitzer. The second day was the, the inheritance of a portion. So Be'ez HaShem, his schus of this tzaddik, of this kohen, should stand for us make, and make meaning in our life that much more uh, meaningful and clear. And all the things that we work so hard on not... Um, all the things we think that if I don't crack this code, I'm a failure. Or anything in life that's mechusah for me, it falls under the categories that it said in this Gemara of the seven things that are concealed from me. But the most important thing is the end game, how much I'm actually on people, or what am I going to look like at the end of my days should not dictate for me anything about the moment that's available for me right now to engage in a godly relationship with Yerba HaShleim and Bezrat HaShem. One more nigun, yeah? One more, one more nigun. And then drive home to Palestine. <laughs> this is a this, this is a nigun. Uh... Hold on, hold on to everything we learned for a second, because this is probably uh... this is probably the the learning that we did in a nigun. It's not my nigun, but it's so it's so precious in my heart. Master of the universe, I will sing a song to you. Where I 